This video contains content that some might find disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. There's something about mannequins that you just can't quite trust. Maybe it's the emotionless face, the stiff poses, or the uncanny valley that evokes the feeling of uneasiness. Tonight, our narrator witnesses firsthand what this irrational fear can do to someone's mind. I'm Ryan Bergara, and this is Are You Scared? A show where I tell my friend Shane Madey the internet's scariest stories. So lock your doors, turn off those lights, and let's see if we can make it till the end of the night. The Mannequins. What is the most terrifying thing that you've ever seen? He asks as he leans on his cuffed hands against the edge of the steel table. The question catches me off guard. I had expected contrition, denial, maybe even rage, not a challenge veiled as a question. My scalp tingles as my thoughts churn their way to a response. I like that. My thoughts tingle, tingly thoughts. You ever feel your scalp tingle like ASMR or something like that? I know, ASMR doesn't really work on me that much. Should we test it out? Sure. It's like I can feel myself on the precipice of it, you know? Hold on, hold on. Can you hum? <sighs> it's not working. But the sight of his face blows them away, like swirls of dust in the wind. His mouth is pressed into a thin line, a deliberate attempt at maintaining poise. But his eyes pop out of their sockets. Sweat coats his face like a thin film of oil, lending a muted sheen to his pale skin. Jesus Christ, you look like that guy in Men in Black when he's, <laughs> Edgar, your skin's falling off your face. <laughs> he goes, you know oh, what I'm talking about? Oh. Is that murder? <laughs> yeah. So you got some thin lips. No, this just is, be, just be normal. I'll, I'll let them fall naturally. <laughs> just be normal. Be normal for a second, come on. Let's see those thin lips. This is their natural state. <laughs> Madness rolling beneath a mask of composure. For me, it was five mannequins in the middle of a forest, he says, rubbing his thumbs together. Is that scary? Mannequins? People are scared of mannequins? I don't like mannequins. Every time I pass by them in like a store, yeah. first off, I'm like, you scream. that's a cool fit. Then the second thing I think is, I could feel like, you know how you could feel the presence of it on your on your neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like almost like, oh, it's looking at me. And then the third thing is I scream. The fits are all lies though, because they put a little clothespin back there to make it tight. <laughs> you know, people Well, that's how I shop. I just go into a place and go, that. I'll have what he's having. I'll have, I'll have what that guy's having. Mr. Costin, I say, clearing my throat. Do you understand why you are here? They were right in the middle of that clearing, all lined up side by side, like they were on display. Mr. Costin, I say again. Not where you would expect them to be, is it? It's the incongruity that so terrified me. Mr. Costin, I repeated myself louder. That gets him to stop. He looks at me, blinks, then leans forward. Yes, he whispers, and it feels like a wet tongue sliding down my spine. Oh, all right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know? 
Yeah, this guy clearly knows what that feels like. A wet tongue sliding down the spine. Good for him. He's into some how do you creepy even, stuff. I don't even know how you execute that as the liquor. You got to sort of like well, you start lizard either, yourself over them and yeah, all the way <laughs> yeah, down to the ass saying. crack. I guess. Or you could just kind of like work your way up like a big lick. You know, it's a down, down the down. spine. Oh, then you just start from the opposite way. Yeah, you just like start from the head down. Oh, I see what you're saying. How would you do that? You start with the neck as a little appetizer, then you end with a big old fudge yeah. sundae. Yeah. There, <laughs> That's <yeah>. right. <laughs> Anyways. Do you? He cuts me off. Understand why I'm here? Yes, because I'm a suspect in my wife's disappearance, isn't it? A tense silence, thick as smoke, settles between us. I pretend to read the papers laid out in front of me before raising my head back up again. He hasn't yet broken his stare. Mr. Costin, why don't you tell me what happened today? That's what I was trying to do before you so rudely interrupted me. Oh, 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 oh yeah. shit, dude. Fuck off. Damn, they're about to kiss. Hmm. I actually didn't even think of that, but yeah. I stopped myself from apologizing. It all started a couple days ago, he begins. Our seventh anniversary was coming up. Working from home for so long had us feeling pretty cooped up, so we thought it would be a good idea to head up to her uncle's cabin to unwind and celebrate. It's a beautiful place, you know. Two stories, strong old wood and about a mile away from the most gorgeous cliff, snow-capped mountains as far as the eyes can see. We'd go there every morning to watch the sunrise, just like we did last Monday. And that's when we saw them. Them, I ask? You mean the mannequins? Yes, the mannequins, he says, ignoring the disbelief in my voice. Maya was the one who spotted them, caught something shining out of the corner of her eye when we were making our way back to the cabin. She wanted to see what it was, so we went off the trail and into the woods, fought our way past a tangle of bushes and came upon a small clearing. And there they were, like I said, placed right in the middle, all side by side. Vibe check, by the way. Okay. Did he kill his wife? Yeah. I think 100%. He killed his wife. I think he killed his wife and then did other stuff after he killed his wife. To the mannequins. Yeah, I don't think mannequins are that creepy. I had a mannequin head when I was a boy. I think it's a fun thing for anyone to have. I don't think so. I disagree. I disagree completely, actually. I don't think anyone should ever own a mannequin head unless they're, of course, starting a retail business in which they need to put clothes on the mannequin. But it's a fun thing to have. Nice bit of decor. All right. I'm sure you had. I didn't have five of them. Yeah, I don't like mannequins. Okay. I'd be unnerved by this. Sure. Who wouldn't? If it actually happened. I think he just killed his wife. I think he killed his wife. He takes a deep breath and tries to get his trembling hands under control while continuing to hold my gaze. I could feel a certain sense of wrongness as we got closer to them, something that made the hair on my arm stand up. I wanted to walk away, hell, I wanted to run, but I didn't want to look like a coward in front of her either, so I followed her. I regretted my decision as soon as I saw them clearly. They were all identical, mostly, that is. Same white plastic, same posture, same tar black suits and dress shirts and red ties, the only difference being, being what, I ask as he trails off. Some of those suits were torn up, ripped to shreds around the arms and legs, with holes burned through the shoulders and torsos and more. And it wasn't just the clothes either, the mannequins themselves too. Some of them were broken, shattered even, a caved in chest, a missing arm or leg, half the face blown off. It felt like someone had inflicted violence upon them. Yeah, they're in the woods. 
Yeah, I guess it could be like an animal or it's something. It's the woods. I mean, even if it's not an animal, any, anyone's bringing a mannequin out into the woods probably to fuck it up, you know? Yeah, to shoot it with like a shotgun shoot or Shoot it with a gun, hit it with a bat. I'm not a, you know, a violent <laughs> serial killer, but I think it'd be fun to beat the shit out of a mannequin with a baseball bat. I guess? Yeah, imagine a mannequin just standing there, and I didn't even think know that they were in suits, which is less scary, because naked mannequins are the scariest thing you can see. What is that bulge? You grab a big old bat, Get your Louisville Slugger. Imagine just beating that thing in the head. It was right in the head. That's got to be satisfying, especially you cave that thing in. You just kind of lose yourself in it. I'm going to start watching myself around Until you. Until you're just you... slick with sweat? Holy shit. Yo, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, look, life is pretty scary, and it's not always the big issues that get you either. Because if it's not relationships, it's work. And if it's not work, it's traffic. All I'm saying is that with BetterHelp, you don't have to do it all on your own. BetterHelp is a professional therapy, but done securely online. BetterHelp not only offers a wide range of expertise, but they also make their services available to clients worldwide. They assess your needs and match you with a therapist in under 48 hours. Once you have matched, you can log into your account at any time to send messages to your therapist. Plus, you'll be able to schedule weekly video or phone sessions without having to leave the comfort of your home. And if you don't vibe with your therapist, don't worry. BetterHelp will let you change your therapist free of charge. BetterHelp is actually more affordable than traditional therapy overall and offers financial aid to those in need. So. Join the 2 million others who have started their own journey toward better mental health today with BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Are You Scared and get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Are You Scared. And now... Imagine you're in the grocery store. You have the perfect dinner date all planned out. All the ingredients are in your cart ready to go. You just have to pick up one last thing. You turn down aisle 12, ready to grab your chili flakes and boom, out of stock. Sounds like a nightmare? Well, it's real, I've lived it. And that's why I use HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit that sends you farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. It's 72% cheaper than dining at a restaurant and it's cheaper than grocery shopping too. There's 50 different weekly meal options to choose from with seasonal spring recipes like garden spinach ricotta ravioli and one pot creamy lemon dill chicken soup. The best part is that you can skip meals whenever you need to or change your delivery date all in the HelloFresh app. So, never feed your date bland pasta ever again. Go to HelloFresh.com slash AreYouScared16 and use code AreYouScared16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. Again, HelloFresh.com slash AreYouScared16. Thank you to HelloFresh for sponsoring today's video. And now, back to the show. Strange thought, isn't it? I see broken mannequins, and the first thing my mind goes to isn't neglect, but violence. It unnerved me, to say the least. I thought enough was enough and told Maya that maybe we should get out of there. But she wasn't having it. She was far too fascinated by those things. Jesus, you should have seen the look on her face. It was like she was in a trance, eyes so wide that they almost popped out of her skull and never once seemed to blink. Can you imagine how freaky that is? 
Yes, I think, as I shift uncomfortably in my seat. Yeah, sounds weird. <laughs> it's almost as weird as this. <laughs> she didn't respond to my suggestions, so I said it again, that maybe it was time to leave. But she still didn't listen. She was touching them now, running her hands gently over the torn fabric. Finally, she turned to look at me and said something that made me feel like someone had dumped a bucket of ice down the back of my shirt. What did she say? She said, wasn't it strange how those mannequins were arranged, like one after the other, progressively getting worse. And I'm telling you, until she pointed it out, I hadn't even noticed it. The one to the far left was whole and perfect, while the one to the far right looked like it had just survived a bomb blast. The others seemed to progressively get worse, or better, depending on how you were looking at them. How had I missed it? It was right there, but my mind just slid over it. I told her we should leave, Again, it angered her. I could see a flash of rage in her eyes as she asked me why. What was wrong? I tried to make up some excuse about cooking up some breakfast or something, but she didn't give a shit. <laughs> I also don't know why he needs to make up an excuse and be like, because I don't want to stand here with five decrepit mannequins anymore. And also, this is like a story, but you have to imagine this playing out in real time. She's over there like, oh. And he's like, hey, honey, what if we eat some bacon and eggs? <laughs> she wanted to stay there for just a little bit more. I asked her why she cared so much about some plastic junk in the middle of the woods. She ignored my barb and instead suggested that we should drag these things back to the cabin. Just the idea made my heart sink in my chest. We began arguing. An honest-to-God fight right out in the forest. It was so bizarre. It ended with me begging and pleading and physically dragging her away from there. I could feel her glare burning holes in my back all the way up to the cabin. I would have just left her there. Yeah. I thought he was the weirdo. I mean, he is the weirdo, but maybe she's a bigger he's still weirdo. A weirdo. Yeah, she's, she's a bigger yeah, weirdo. She's eclipsing him. Yeah. It was tense between us the whole day. She ignored me, refused to say a word no matter how much I apologized. I knew what I had to do to make things right with her, but letting her go back to those things was simply out of the question. I make a note in my head as he continues. We went to sleep that night without her having said a word to me the whole day. It was the biggest mistake I've ever made. If I had tried a little harder, maybe things wouldn't have gone to shit the way they did. What happened? I ask. I woke up in the middle of the night and found that she wasn't in bed. If the story ends with six mannequins, I'm gonna scream? Very Shyamalan. Very Shyamalan. Shyamalan-esque. Shyamalanikin. He replies, his voice starting to tremble. I was groggy and scared and confused, but then reasoned that maybe she was in the bathroom. The sound of a chair being dragged around downstairs made me realize how inaccurate my assumption was. I swung out of bed and made my way downstairs. My heart was pounding in my chest. I had no idea what I was going to see downstairs, but knew that I would not like it in the least. My worst fears were confirmed when I reached the bottom of the stairs and saw the state of the living room. Those mannequins. They were in the fucking house, sitting on chairs arranged in a circle in front of the fireplace. Mannequin party! I like that! Remember the mannequin challenge? Was that 2019? You remember that? Do people just stay still? They just was stayed still. It? it was like... I guess I'm uh, jumping in and sort of embedding myself in the scene. Oh, I see. 
I don't want to upset my wife who has clearly lost her mind, so I'm going to sit down next to one of the mannequins and just go with it. I see, like, so you're not kink shaming oh, her. No, exactly You want right. to play into it. Yes. You say, let's turn this diorama into a shanorama. Absolutely a shanorama. Blank white faces looking at each other. And Maya was there, sitting on the floor in the middle of that circle, cooing at them. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I thought, is that what cooing means? I guess I imagine, yeah, sort of like a... <laughs> Dude, that's so creepy. Her arms and legs were caked with dirt. Christ, man, she had gone out in the middle of the night and brought them to the cabin. She couldn't have done that in one go. How many trips did she make? Three, five, all alone, in that dark, barefoot? I swear I felt I was going to faint from the terror I was feeling at that moment. My imagination makes me shiver. Scared, are you? He asks, his piercing stare pulling the answer right out of me. You can imagine how I felt. I was alone up in the mountains with the love of my life who was either going through a severe mental breakdown or I didn't even want to think about the other alternative. What is the other alternative? Either she's gone crazy or she wants to... I mean, is there a version where she hasn't lost her mind? In the... Well, the version where she hasn't lost her mind is that mannequins have come alive and are, you know... That would enter as a possibility in your brain? I mean, in the twisted world of are you scared? I'm talking about realistically. Would you, like? No. <laughs> I called out to her, slowly, softly, and asked her to come back to bed. She paid me no attention and continued whispering to those horrible things. After a long moment of hesitation, I decided to take her away from there. Thankfully, she didn't resist when I pulled her onto her feet and helped her up the stairs into our room. She kept mumbling something under her breath the whole time. I tried to listen in, but couldn't make heads or tails of it. I put her in bed and she was out in seconds. And that left me with a dilemma. What to do about those things downstairs? Should I take them back where we'd found them? Dump them out the window? Both options scared the shit out of me, so I chose to lock the door and go off to sleep. I gotta say, this guy really loves his wife. Yeah, he does. It's freaky what she's doing. Yeah, it's freaky. Do you agree with his methodology here to just kind of set it and forget it, lock the door? I think- I'll uh, deal with the mannequins tomorrow. No, you deal with the mannequins right then and there. Wife is exhausted because she's been hauling mannequins all night, so she's gonna be out like a light. What you do is you go to the shed, find yourself a sledgehammer, and you smash those fuckers into pieces. I'm not gonna lie, I actually might agree with this methodology. Because if I go downstairs and deal with the mannequins, how do I know she's not gonna come down the stairs? You do that old trick of putting a chair in the door, you know, wedging a chair. Oh, like lock, you know. Put a like, locker in there. You know, like locking your spouse in, Lo a, in a room? Lock your spouse in a room. Yeah, you that, know? that old trick. <laughs> it took me hours to go to sleep. My heartbeat made sure of that. But I did drift off to sleep eventually. For the next thing I remember is the sound of the door being shut. I woke up, shook the cobwebs of sleep off my head, and realized that Maya had gone downstairs again. Alarmed, I jumped out of bed and followed her. I must have been halfway down the stairs when I heard her gasp. It was a sound full of surprise and delight. When I entered the living room, she was already humming and playing with them. And so we had another fight. Her denying what she'd done last night, accusing me of gaslighting her and cruelly taking those mannequins away from her. Me trying to defend from those accusations, trying to reason with her, trying to explain to her how crazy all this was. 
It ended with me locking her up in our bedroom and deciding to take those mannequins back out to the woods. I carried them, two at a time, tucked under each arm as I trudged all the way back to the clearing. Then back again, and again. Each time she screamed at me from the bedroom, told me how insane I was acting, asking me why I was so against the idea of her being with those mannequins. Yeah, that's what she said, that she wanted to be with them. Not that she wanted to play with them, as insane as even that would have been. So you locked her up in the bedroom, I ask. Yes, he replies, his cue ball eyes flashing with annoyance. I had to do it, didn't I? What other choice did I have? I had to protect her. You know what? I might be agreeing with this psychopath now. That's the right way That's to do it. That's what you gotta do. How would you even do that, though? Um, I suppose you could like tie a rope to the doorknob and then tie it to another doorknob. Oh, that's smart. You're a smart guy. I have a way of thinking of uh, trapping people in rooms, I guess. Of course, I nod. So what happened next? It was my last trip. I was putting the last mannequin in place in the exact same spot I had seen it. When I heard the sound of a twig snapping somewhere to my left, I turned and saw her, Maya. She was peeking at me from behind a thick oak. I right about pissed myself. How? How was she here? She was locked up in the bedroom. When and how did she get out? It's weird to walk up to somebody who's hiding behind a tree and be like, hey, everything okay? I can see you. I can- <laughs> You're just behind a tree. <laughs> Why didn't I hear her following me? There were so many questions going through my mind, I thought my head was going to explode. And then, I'm ashamed to say it, but I ran. I couldn't bear to stay there a second longer. I gritted my teeth and ran back up the trail, not thinking about what I should do about Maya or anything else. Pure primal fear was guiding my actions. My lungs burned, my legs pulsed with pain, but I didn't stop running until I came back to the cabin, and the nightmare only grew worse. For in the cabin, I found Maya sitting in the living room, surrounded by those damn mannequins sitting on their chairs. They're back? That's what I just read, yeah. What? Surrounded by those damn mannequins God sitting on their chairs. damn it! How did that happen? At this point, you have now, reality's broken. She's a witch! My real wife is dead, and she is now some sort of sorceress. Yeah, this lady's gotta go. I felt like crying. I haven't done it in decades. But at that moment, all I wanted to do was curl up into a ball and start sobbing. Maya stopped fussing over a damaged mannequin and asked me, with the utmost concern, if there was anything wrong with me. (laughs) That's rich. Hey, what's your fucking problem? (laughs) Me and the boys want to know. He doesn't seem well. (laughs) I'll tell him, Brian. I'll tell him. We're concerned about you. I stammered my way to a response. I asked her how those mannequins had come back to the house. She looked at me like I had grown another head. I asked her again, how did they end up back there when I had just taken them out? You know what she said? Fuck, she told me I never took them out. That when I came downstairs that morning and saw her with those mannequins, I just bolted out the door. And the next time she saw me was just now. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Was I the one who was going crazy? Had I imagined everything? The fight? The three trips? The sight of her peeking at me from behind that tree? Running back to the cabin in terror? Had none of it been real? I find myself wetting my dry lips. That mustn't have been easy for you. No, he says. It certainly fucking wasn't. Maya asked me if I was feeling alright, if I wanted to get some rest. I said no. No rest. I wasn't spending another second in that place. We needed to leave. 
now. She nodded and went upstairs to get our stuff. In the meantime, I went outside to check on our car. And guess what? All the tires had been slashed. Now who did that? Did I do that? Or was it her? Or the mannequins? I had no clue. But I knew that we weren't getting out of there anytime soon. We tried calling for help, but surprise, we got no signal on our phones. I felt so hopeless then, so suffocated, like death was wrapping its hands around my throat and I was completely at its mercy. Another day passed by, this one far gloomier and slower than the last. We went over our options, but the only reasonable ones we could come up with was to either wait for someone to notice our disappearance or set the forest on fire and hope someone comes to put it out and rescues us. After having a light and rationed dinner, we went to bed. I guess you gotta stick together at this point if you both don't know what's reality anymore. Not ideal, not an ideal trip. Do you think he's losing her, his mind or do you think she's losing her mind? Maybe they both are. Oh, like fully adult. Shared paranoia. Maybe something in the water, hmm? Bad water? And the mannequins? I left them in the living room. I knew there was no way to get rid of them. I would just end up messing with my head again. Not rational, I know, but my only goal was to somehow get out of there, nothing else. Now, I didn't think I would get any sleep that night, but I did, at least for half an hour or so before I was woken by the hollow sound of plastic knocking on wood. I woke up and bit back a scream when I saw a mannequin standing at the foot of my bed. It was the most damaged one of the lot, and it was somehow walking towards me. It's sort of scary, but at the same time, I imagine them sort of moving like the Toy Story army men. Oh, like, ha, 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 just sort of like, ha, ha, like on the snowboard. That, that is, can be scary. Yeah, I mean, it's an inanimate object being animate at that point. But they don't even have hinged elbows, you know, so they can't really even do much, you know? I guess they could slap you. Yeah, they could. Or hug you. I might have to agree with you here. I'd be scared, but also. I'd be scared, but I could kick a mannequin's ass. I think ass. I could beat the shit out of a yeah. mannequin. Uh, honestly, I don't have a lot of, of faith in my skills as a competitive fighter. <laughs> I think this is maybe the one fight I could win. That's fair. It was the sound of its plastic feet hitting the floor that had woken me up. But how? How could that thing be walking? It took another step forward, came under the glare of the moonlight, and I saw how. Hair? Hairy legs? I just saw the next sentence. It wasn't walking. My wife was. She had somehow squeezed her way inside the mannequin and was wearing it like a skin suit. I saw her eye in the shattered half of its face, wildly rolling around in its socket. And this time, I did scream. Ah! I got a chill. I got a legit chill up my spine. I thought maybe she was behind it, like puppeteering it, which is funny. Yeah. But like her, like, you know how long it would take to squeeze inside of a mannequin? It's impossible. Yeah. Wait, wait, honey. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder why the footsteps were so loud. She was in this suit going, Sweat starts to beat on my eyebrows. This man's story is getting to me in a way I hadn't expected. I rolled out of bed from the side away from her and dashed towards the bathroom. I locked myself inside it, only for her to come and start slamming into the door. Again, and again, and again she smashed into it, with a force that defied her size. The door should have crashed open, but somehow it stood firm. Would I fight my wife? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I think what I would probably do is just, whoop, scrooge past her. All right, see you there, and I'll 
meet you downstairs. There's really no chase here. You could even scooch past, and she'll probably be like, <laughs> I know. Here's all you have to do to fight her. <laughs> Not me, though. I was finally doing what I had been wanting to do since that morning, curling up into a ball and weeping like a baby. I wanted this horror to end, but it didn't. It lasted the whole night. Only when sunlight started to seep through the small window did her banging and scratching and clawing end. When I was fully convinced that she had left, I got up and walked out of the bathroom. There was no sign of her upstairs, so with great hesitation, I headed downstairs. She wasn't there either. The only thing I saw downstairs was pieces of plastic and fabric strewn all across the living room. Hundreds of them, just carpeting the floor. One look and I knew that they were nothing but smashed pieces of those mannequins. I was just starting to think about what I should do next when I heard footsteps on the porch. I thought it was Maya, but no. It was the two cops who brought me here. I breathe a sigh of relief. Pieces of the puzzle start to click in my brain. So you don't know where your wife is? No, he says, still staring at me. I have no clue. But you think I do, don't you? You think I lost my mind and killed her. Or I did the killing first and now I'm just pretending to be insane. I choose not to reply. It's weird to say that if I was in this point, I would be like, oh, this guy's kind of telling the truth because he told me his wife dressed up like a mannequin. <laughs> but out on a limb with that one, yeah. It certainly isn't as likely as he killed her and made a story up, maybe, but this is such a good story. Sort of a go big or go home scenario. That's you know, true. If you're going to make up a story about why your wife is missing, I guess, go mannequins. Do you subscribe to the theory that if the, the lie is very elaborate, it's probably not a lie? You know, if one lies differently, I'm sure. How do you lie? Quite comfortably. In a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good theory, but it's not true. I know it's not true. And you would too, if you could only see what I'm seeing right now. What's he seeing right now? Me? No. A pinprick of fear grows at the back of my neck as I realize that he hadn't been looking at me this whole time, but behind me. I whip my head around and almost fall out of my chair when I see a dark suited silhouette standing a couple of feet away from me. You see it too, don't you? Good God, you see it too. So, are you scared? Is that the end? That's the end. I think the implications are staggering. <laughs> I'm just saying the next time you go to an H&M, kick the shit out of every mannequin you see in there, just for safety. <laughs> Tell them the boys sent you. That one's for Ryan and Shane, <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right, well that story was submitted to us by Bikram Man once again. You might remember him from last season. And also, if you like this story, go ahead and check out his book, Unclean Spirits. He clearly is a, he's a twisted guy. Just like you. Takes one to know one. This could be a metaphor for like uh, healthy communication habits between partners, perhaps. To me, it, it strikes me as a metaphor about what happens when your wife gets obsessed with five mannequins and goes totally nuts. Who knows? Who knows? Well written. I, I, I really did want to know what the hell happened at the end of that story. Write a sequel. I don't think he killed his wife. Did he kill his wife? Yes or no? Let's take a poll in the comments. Cuffs? No cuffs? We'll see you next week, everybody.